Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle. And this is the Spooky Hour. Spooky music here. <laughs> Good morning. We're recording at, well, it's 10 a.m., but I got here at 9. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up since 7.30. It's a yeah. Saturday. We don't, once you hit 25, you don't sleep in anymore. No. I wake up at six every freaking day of my life. Yeah, I'm five during the week, so on weekends I try to sleep in, but my body's just like, no. Yeah, your body just adjusts to it. We, the only good thing is if we don't have anything going on, we'll wake up at like six, we'll like walk the dog, do a bunch of shit, and then we nap by like 11. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like almost sleeping in. That just means we're getting really fucking old, let me tell you. I know. And we're not even 30 yet. It goes so much more downhill when you're 30. It does. My my boyfriend's 32, and last week Is he, he already 32? Well, he'll be 32 in April. Holy fuck. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> um, he broke his neck in his sleep the other night. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but... Yeah, his slip disc. <laughs> most of his injuries happen in his sleep, and I'm not looking forward to that when I hit 30. Nope, nope, nope. I hurt myself enough in my daily life. You're like, I don't need this too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so before we get into the episode and we get into talking about things, we wanted to give a couple shout outs. Uh, first is a, a little sponsorship of sorts. Uh, my sister's Tammy was kind enough to donate money for our giveaway that we're doing. So she's going to provide the Starbucks card for whoever wins this. So thank you, Tammy, for being a sponsor of sorts and you're now my favorite murray because you're the only one that spelt my name right <laughs> <laughs> yeah danielle's name is spelt with a y and for some reason people can't wrap their heads around that but tammy nailed it on the first try yeah. so good job tammy yay tammy and thanks so much for being a sponsor and being a pal we appreciate it we love you so yeah that's uh, that's really awesome because uh, originally we were paying for this contest out of pocket just to sort of test it out see how it works so far it's going really well i'm excited lots yeah. of people are entering the other sponsor of sorts for our contest is uh, the Etsy shop that's providing the keychains, which I really, really want. I wish I could win this contest because they're really cute. They're so cute. Uh, I love them. Her Instagram is at inspirations underscore of underscore M. M is spelled E-M. Uh, she makes cute little keychains. They're all like hand stamped. She's got an Etsy shop. It's really cute. So thank you both for uh, helping us out with our first giveaway. Yeah. If you haven't entered our giveaway yet, all of the information is on our Instagram page, which is Danielle's going to say because I never get it right. Oh, sorry. I totally <laughs> just blanked out. I was like, what is- <laughs> what's our Instagram? Um, so the Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. So you'll see um, our little post with our logo. It says 200 follower giveaway on it. Right now, it's only open to Canadian residents because like I said, this is mostly out of pocket and shipping is expensive. But, you know, we're going to feel it out. Maybe next time we'll open it to the U.S. Because we know we have quite a few listeners there. We don't want to leave you guys out. We got a listener from Texas. Yeah, that's so really about exciting it. to us for some reason. Because they're like southern states. It's yeah. like a lot of the states that are, we have listeners in right now are sort of border states a little bit. But mm-hmm. Texas. And we have Florida too. So yeah, we that's, get that's southern as well. So thanks, Texas. But yeah, enter the giveaway. We got a $20 Starbucks gift card up for grabs and two really cute true crime themed keychains. There's a picture in the giveaway post. Take a look. Enter, share. Win some free shit. Win some free shit. Everyone loves free shit. I would love some free Starbucks. Me too. I technically got free Starbucks this morning. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We love Starbucks. Um, Do we have any cool stories that happened this week? Anything exciting? Oh, something Uh, exciting happened for you this week. Oh, yeah. Is that part of your thing? It's part of my story. Ah, my week was boring. I mean, work. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It's a long weekend. I don't know. Freaking. Do you know it's not a long weekend in Quebec? I did know that because uh, sucks to be you guys. We had like a sales rep in Quebec, and 
I said, have a nice long weekend to her. And she's like, I don't oh. have one. Yeah, they get like really, really. Yeah, I was like, socks. <laughs> well, they, they do get a long weekend. And then we don't have it. I just don't remember when it is. Me either. Because we have a Quebec office too. So we have to like coordinate with all yeah. their stuff. And I think the U.S. gets a holiday Monday. I think theirs is like President's Day oh, or fuck. something. I mean, so happy long weekend to whoever gets one. So I know last week we said we were going to talk some personal stories yeah. this week. So I'm going to talk about a few personal stories. But I also have a little spooky story that's really close to home. And I go to this place all the time. Really? Yeah. Um, I Sorry, before you start, I also want to say um, I have a wee little short story at the end of my personal stories. You still get a little bit of true crime this week, but it's like... Yeah. 80% ghost stories this week. Yeah. So this is really for the ghosties. So my first story is one that happened in my parents' house. And lots of stuff has happened before this, but this was like the, f- the fucking weirdest one in my parents' house to this date. Um, so Stuart, my fiance, me and him had just started dating. <laughs> what is it? 12 years ago? How long is it? 11? Uh, 11. Yeah. Yeah. So we, it was like the summer. You were babies. We were babies. And my mom and sister were up in Collingwood visiting her parents. We were had the house to ourselves. We were hanging out. We were watching Supernatural. Ooh. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> literally just Supernatural. <laughs> we were babies. <laughs> um, but it was back when, like, you didn't have, like, Netflix or, like, anything yeah. streaming. So you had to go to, like, Best Buy and oh buy God. the series. Yeah. So we were watching, we bought all the series and we were watching Supernatural and both my dogs at the time were in my bedroom and I'll like paint like a little picture of how my house is built, my parents' house. It's an old wartime home. So these houses were built during World War II and they were supposed to be demolished, but Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they weren't supposed to be. Oh, that's so funny. A thing. So never got, obviously never got demolished. Yeah, they're still there. (laughs) And the people we bought the house from, it was a lesbian couple. They were the fucking sweetest people ever. And they had built an extension on the house prior to us moving in so which part's the extension the basement and the upstairs yeah so my my mom and my sister's room and then the basement so the only original part of the house is the kitchen the living room my bedroom and the bathroom and that's it i didn't know that yeah it's fucking weird i like grew up in that house (laughs) i didn't know that (laughs) um my bedroom was the original part of the house and the house is like if you think of like literally a square my bedroom's on the right side of the house the bathroom is beside that the living room is to the left and my bedroom wall is shares with the living room. exactly yeah. yeah and then the living room and the kitchen are connected and just divided by a mm-hmm. bar so that's uh, the painting of the house and it's really cute i've always loved her house her I, parents house i mean it's like falling apart now so it's trash but <laughs> i mean it's old so what, what do you expect so we were in the bedroom and there's this loud fucking crash and it came from like the living room kitchen area and me and Stuart both just looked at each other like what the fuck was that and it was loud like i'm not i'm not just saying it was loud like it was fucking loud like it scared my dogs oh my God. and we were all in the bedroom and the door was just shut so no one was home other than us i got up and went into like when i turn left i just go into the living room kitchen same freaking room and i noticed there was a pot lid sitting in the middle oh, of the kitchen this. yeah yeah and our pots and pans are stored in this like little silver i don't even know what the fuck to call it like a tote of some it's, sort yeah kind of it's like one of those things that you, has wheels and you can roll it oh, okay. but it's all like divided and like pretty much like locked into place and so that's where it was there was no possible way it could have like fallen out of it because yeah. the things are so high and it's all like divided i should post a picture of it but it's all like divided <laughs> and the lids are all together and then the pots are all just like it's like an organizer type yeah. thing yeah yeah um because we don't have much space in the kitchen because again it's a small fucking house <laughs> and uh and usually when you drop like a pot lid it like makes like a ring noise yeah yeah so, like, you know what i mean oh but it didn't do that it didn't it just like smashed? it slammed oh no so it's like someone picked up the pot lid and just slammed it on the ground it was 
honestly terrifying. Fuck this particular plot yeah. lane. <laughs> and Stuart's kind of like, he like believes in the supernatural to like an extent, whereas like I'll say something and he'll be like, oh, it's this. It's not that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's so funny because he's been there for so many of your experiences and he's still like, no. No. No, it's not real. But like you saw it, bro. Yeah, and he he'll he'll tell people this story, and he's like, I still can't explain it. Like it was the weirdest thing in the but world. But it's not a ghost for sure. There's no, no way, <laughs> not at all, not one bit. But yeah, so it was like just fucking terrifying. And Stuart's words were like, I guess this house is as weird as you are. <laughs> and we were like, we were <laughs> right. We were dating for like six months at this time. It was fucking terrifying. That's scary. That was like the biggest story that's happened in that house like that i like can recall yeah like on instant like i don't like it it's just it's very weird it's un- I, I, I can't explain what happened that's the creepy well the part. weirdest thing is that it just slammed and it didn't do like the like you said the yeah. spirally noise thing yeah i don't i and it was like in the middle of the floor it's not like it was off to yeah. the side near it wasn't near where we store the pots or pans at all <laughs> it's just like fuck this pot lid. i hate this pot <laughs> it's like i fucking hate it <laughs> um but that's like one of the main stories that's happened in that house um to me but there's like been a bunch of stuff i'm not gonna go i'm just gonna explain what's happened but i'm not gonna go into too much detail but like i've had scratch marks on me yeah i've had bruises my mom i've seen handprints on her she's shown me like um i can't remember if it was your arm but there was Mm -hmm. one instant where it literally looked like someone had like wrapped their hand around her arm yeah like the thumb was on the underside and the rest of the fingers was on the top like it was a very clear handprint and that that was the one that ended up bruising yeah and it was like and my mom's had it where she's had it on her leg and it looked like someone it looks like like the tips of a fingerprint but oh, it's like so spread weird. out so like someone grabbed her if we find any of these pictures somewhere we'll yeah. post them i i probably have them on an old phone yeah. somewhere i did find one but i'm not gonna post it because i am 110 percent naked in it oh no i should definitely post it yeah then. No, i'm kidding i've definitely sent it to you <laughs> Um, but I had like scratches up my ribs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like in a towel and I'm like, I'm not about to show you. <laughs> so weird. But I have seen all the photographic evidence of this. Yeah. I'm backing her up on this. Her house is fucked. It's so <laughs> fucked. And it's like, I don't want to say it's like evil. Cause I don't think like it would like try to kill you, but I don't think it's happy. Yeah. That's a good way of describing yeah. it. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of fucking. It doesn't want you there. I don't think, but I yeah. don't think it wants to hurt hurt you necessarily yeah just scare you a little bit yeah and a lot only, of it <laughs> and a lot of it only ever happens in like the main parts of the house like the original yeah. parts yeah like my my sister's bedroom she's at the top so when i say top floor it's literally like three stairs it's not like this huge <laughs> extension um but her she says she doesn't really ever like hear anything mm-hmm. and we also have in her bedroom she has another door and it goes straight up to the attic so it's just big stairs and goes into the attic and stuff and there's nothing weird there like she hasn't it's only the original part of the house eh? yeah and i don't think she really believes in any of that stuff because every time i bring it up she's like you're dumb (laughs) well she also hasn't seen it so emma if you're listening sleep in janelle's old room yeah (laughs) well now it's my mom's bedroom now oh shit it's closer to the bathroom has mom seen anything lately oh fuck yeah all the time but now she has a Google Home, so I'm like, watch the Google, or watch the ghost, like, go, hey, Google, turn on Christine's light. <laughs> <laughs> that would kind of be awesome, actually. Yeah. But also, like, we have a lot of, like, weird photos in the house of just, like, really weird orbs mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, guaranteed, like, some some of it could be, like, just dust from the house. Yeah. That's but, the weird thing about orbs is, like, as much as I want to believe in the other world and stuff, there's always that, like, it's just a fleck of dust. Yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you can, like, also tell, like, if you're getting a lot of, like, photos and, like, videos of like and you're seeing orbs like every two seconds and obviously it's freaking dust yeah but But if it's just one random yeah that's where i'm more like "Mm." you're like uh there's something there but yeah so just all those photos i also suffer i will i haven't really had it here i suffered from sleep paralysis in my parents house a lot 
Oh, but you haven't yeah. had it here, eh? I've had it a couple times, but nothing like my like it was every night at my parents' house. Weird. Yeah, I've only had it once in my life. Um, I think I talked about it a wee bit today, but I didn't go into it. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about it eventually, though. Yeah, but it's scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, the first time I I had it, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, and so I was like. I woke up but couldn't move and it felt like I literally there was someone on my chest there was like this dark figure just sitting on my chest I couldn't make out what it was and I was freaking out and I remember trying to call for my mom and I couldn't and like you can literally kill yourself yeah you can give yourself a heart attack and you could die it's dangerous yeah it's scary it's very and then i actually i had it so much and then i thought like i was being like possessed (laughs) but then i did like research and i was like fuck it like this is like an actual like syndrome like it's a sleep paralysis like people suffer yeah. from all the time and it's just your body's way of but like... it's really weird that it was more frequent when you were there yeah i'm gonna talk about mine real quick um mine was only a one-off so this is why i think mine's more paranormal mm-hmm. um my papa passed away five years ago i think mm-hmm. and uh the day after he passed away um i was in my bed fast asleep and i was having a dream about him dying and i couldn't save him for whatever reason like i couldn't is... move and he was like he was like laying on the ground and i couldn't move to like go to him on the yeah. ground and i remember like screaming at him and stuff and then i woke up my eyes were open i saw my bedroom but like i still couldn't move and i saw what literally looked like the grim reaper sitting on my bed and i'm not kidding like had the the scythe thing and everything his little stick thing i would fucking shit myself um and he just kind of like stared at me but there was like no face it was just like a big black hood yeah and it just like looked at me for like a couple minutes and i couldn't move and i was crying i was freaking out and then it stood up and it walked out my door my door was closed so Mm -hmm. it walked through my door and then i was able to move again that is petrifying so i to comfort myself i was like maybe that's my papa being like it's okay i'm like passing it's fine like yeah i'm saying goodbye or whatever but yeah also part of me was like oh that and it's is, never happened since i've never had it since that's so scary yeah. that see like the one-offs that's like yeah why would you have I never it? had it before and i never had it since. yeah that's fucking because apparently uh, if you have like a really uncomfortable sleep your body can like sleep paralysis can happen too mm-hmm. so i don't maybe my mind's just fucked but like <laughs> i know your mind is i know (laughs) but it's like it's terrifying yeah and it's like debilitating stewart didn't have sleep paralysis ever until we moved into this house he had it yeah i i I am convinced that you're just a source of evil i think i am i just like drag it all around and i don't even realize (laughs) um yeah he's he had it here for the first three months we lived here wow yeah and he um said that he saw like a woman in like white oh and i'm like is it a wedding dress he's like i don't know but he's like it was terrifying like i couldn't get up he was like freaking out he had it for like three months that's weird and yeah then it just stopped and it just stopped to play the devil's advocate it could be stress, stress. induced oh god yeah but yeah um, when it's random like that that's when i'm more like scared of it yeah yeah but i had it for so long and i got got so accustomed to it that i was able to wake myself up a lot of times like i'd wake oh. up and i'd be freaking out and i'd be like wait i'm in sleep paralysis and i'd force myself to get up like i would like shake myself it looks like i was having like, a seizure or something <laughs> whatever you gotta do right yeah like fuck it i'm surprised i didn't die it's the weirdest feeling in the world yeah and so back to uh that extension being built yeah. in the house so i do have the pictures but i think i'm gonna get my sister to get me better pictures so we can post them yeah. on monday like i said we bought the house from um a really really sweet nice gay couple built the extension i want to say a year before we moved in okay so like um, new ish yeah and it was at the time where 
they like they had said they didn't have any family it was just them it was like fucking heartbreaking and they built it so they could sell the house just as like an, oh okay a kind of like up the value because without bit. the extra two bedrooms it's just like a single couple home exactly yeah, that makes sense yeah and especially with like that area it's like right it's down the street from a school it was like booming so a lot yeah, of families were moving in room for kids there yeah exactly so my point is <laughs> of yeah kids because I, I know where this story's going yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> she knows all i do <laughs> um with that me saying like they didn't have any family i'm not being fucking rude i'm just this is the point of the story is probably about seven or eight years ago we were in our backyard so the basement was obviously built with like white would it be concrete yes yeah okay so it's all white and then our back panels and at the side of our house when you walk out the side of our door um we have a fence there so you go through the fence and it's right on the left hand side we were setting up our our water hose and i'm like looking at it and it's right beside the window and i'm like what the fuck is that there's two kids handprints inside mm-hmm. of the cement it was not there when we moved there i can fucking tell you 110% we've been we've lived in this house since i was in grade 3 and it wasn't obviously there when they built it cuz there was no children there to do it Exactly. and i again have seen these yeah. um, danielle and i have been friends for a while <laughs> um and they are child size like yeah. i've got pretty tiny hands and they are smaller than my hands yeah. so it's definitely like child size handprints in the concrete it's fucking terrible of a home that didn't have children in it. it yep so we have no idea where they came from i should really go to the library and do history on that my parents you house. Should. I, I tried to like look up stuff and i couldn't find well, anything because that whole area is like you said is all war yeah. homes and like no offense it wasn't a happy time yeah. when those were built so i'm sure there's some dirt you could dig up that the whole neighborhood i'm sure every house has some yeah. deep, dark stories but I don't know what happened in that house. So, yeah, there's kids' handprints. I have a picture of it, but it was taken at night. So you can see my hands and the reflection. But I'm going to get better pictures. I'm going to do it during the day. And, yeah, so that's fucking creepy. Don't <laughs> like that. And also, when we were younger, my, me and my sister were out in the backyard. And she was, she liked to dig a lot. <laughs> She's like a dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so she was digging in the backyard. And it was not like she was digging in, like, the plants, like, the garden yeah. or anything like that. She was digging, like, in the middle of the, <laughs> the, the backyard. Like, I don't know. Fuck the lawn. Right? but she was she was like digging stuff up like digging the dirt up or whatever and she found a wedding ring oh yeah we still have it do you yeah we I still have it. it yeah let's post a picture of it too okay we were going through my mom's jewelry like a was, male or a female female it's female? A, yeah Ooh, it's like it's cool. either like an engagement ring wedding ring yeah and emma found it we've kept that. it in the house and i'm like maybe this is a thing you kept it in the house why is my <laughs> house haunted <laughs> <laughs> literally but yeah, so that's that's my parents' house for you. She's shown me enough pictures and stuff that I'm convinced that there's something going on at her house. Yeah, and there's been like I don't know, I can't even I can't even count the number of times I've been scratched or like yeah. bruised and stuff like yeah. that. And it's not like it's like every single day. It's like you get it like once a month or something. Like, yeah, it's not. And there, it's always like um, when I would show them to whoever, one of my sisters or my boyfriend or whoever, they're like, oh, maybe she did it to herself in her sleep. Mm-hmm. But it's always like, you know, the position of the handprint is in a way that like it wouldn't make sense for you to do it in your sleep. Yeah, I'd have to like contort my hand or something. The crazy. scratches, I will play devil's advocate. Like yeah. if you, you know, had long nails or something that yeah. day, sure, you could scratch yourself in your sleep. But the handprints is like, it, it would work. Weird. Yeah. Okay, so I'll jump into a story from the ho- my house currently, and then I'll jump into our my little spooky story sure. that I have. I've only lived in this house for a year and a bit. We moved in November 2009. Nope, nope, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... So this story actually happened uh, like this past Thursday night because yeah. it's fucking, this is the craziest thing that's happened since we I've moved here and there's been like wee little things yeah. since they moved in, but this is like the first like 
big thing oh shit thing yeah like i have never had this in my parents house this happened thursday night so just a little backstory in my house um so we have two cameras for the house just for like security purposes basically what happened is my neighbor's granddaughter so nicely backed up into my fucking car and drove away (laughs) multiple times yeah and so we uh we confronted them and they didn't fucking do shit so i got a camera because fuck you you're an asshole so we have one out the front of the house and we have one for the back but when we got these cameras kyla was a puppy and we were we are still currently crate training her well she's crate trained but we use the crate because she's still a puppy she's only a year old and she if i left her out she'd fucking tear apart my house she eats everything <laughs> yeah and it's not like she wouldn't like go gnaw on the wall it's just if there's a blanket she's gonna eat it yeah <laughs> like garbage i have a video of what's happening on thursday and we usually have a blanket over kylo's crate because you can see her crate in the video she decided to pull in that blanket and eat half of it <laughs> so that's why we don't have a blanket on her crate now so that's fun so yeah we started we actually used the what we call we can name the, the cameras and we named this one the backyard camera and we were essentially going to put it in the backyard, but we started using it for Kylo just to be able to watch her when she was a puppy. And then we just kind of, it's just an upkeep of it mm-hmm. now. And with these cameras, you can turn motion detection on. So it will record anytime motion is detected in the house mm-hmm. or outside of the house and whatever. And we normally, like now that Kylo is older, we never turn the motion detection on. The camera's just there. Kind of, we just look at, because we can look at live feed. So wait, was the motion detection off? Yeah, it was off. And oh my god yeah i didn't know that yeah oh this is so much weirder now yeah so either like 99 percent of the time we forget to turn the motion on so the camera is pretty much useless not catching anything yeah um but we can use it as like a live stream so i can turn on the camera and see what's going on on her yeah i want one of the ones where you can throw treats at them too oh my god yes that's so cute yeah my dog's a lazy bum and he doesn't do anything so i like I will watch him sleep for 90% of the time, but I just want to huck treats at him every couple of minutes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> just while I sleep and wake him up with a treat. Get some exercise? <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. He only I mean, walks he's a newfie, if it's minus so. 20. Yeah, he's a newfie. He's just big and lazy unless it's minus 20 out, and then he's like the most active dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He dragged me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't have a shoulder anymore. It's great. Sorry, we're off topic. Dog yeah. camera. All oh, right. Okay, so yeah, so I have the two cameras. We watched Kylo when she was a puppy. We never turn the motion detection on. Like, it's rare that it ever happens. And when we do, like, we turn it off when we get home because I'm like, I'm home. I don't need the camera, like, catching me walking across, like, in yeah. front of it. So yeah, anyways, so Thursday night, like, this past Thursday, Stuart goes out for wings, like, Thursday night with the dudes. So he went there. So I was home alone and I was like, I'm fucking exhausted. It took me two hours to get home because the roads were trash. Yeah. And I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to go to bed. And it's 8 o'clock. And I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> the worst part is we had just texted each other. We both go to bed stupid early because yeah, we're do. old. And she's like, I'm so excited I'm in bed. I'm like, me too. And then this happened. Yeah. And neither of us went to bed that night. Yeah, we were up until like 10.30 because yeah. we were too scared. <laughs> like that you were up because you were scared for me. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to wait till Stuart got home so that I didn't have to stay <laughs> up anymore. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, but yeah, so he went out and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. So I'm laying, in, like all the lights are off in the living room in the kitchen and I go upstairs, go to bed. I'm texting Holly. I forget what we were talking about. We were talking about Literally something. just about going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And I get a notification. It's like backyard motion detection. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I text Holly that. I was like, uh, the backyard camera just went off. And she's like, send me the video and like, I'll look at it. And depending on how much motion there is, like outside, someone will like be like, come up to the front of the house and it'll record the whole time they're there. It might not be in the same video, but it'll keep recording. Whereas this one only recorded for 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, so I had to like go. I was like, I'm not watching it. I cannot. I'm like freaking out. (laughs) And I go into it, into the video, and I like turn the volume down. I turn my brightness like pretty much off so I can't see it. And I (laughs) download the video. (laughs) I was terrified. 
And I saved it, and then I sent it to Holly. And her literal fucking words was, I'm not trying to freak you out, but... (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to lie to her. I didn't want to, like, you know, give her a false sense of security. But do you want to say what I saw? Yeah, you can say it. Okay. Go. So she sends me the video, and, like, I honestly was like, okay, maybe, like, you know, the blinds in the kitchen are moving or something, or, like you know something and they they do move because the blind we have like these really nice blinds over the the back door the like vertical blinds yeah yeah and um when the heat goes on it moves them so that's normal like yeah that's and for the record there was two different videos that recorded that night and the second video was just the blinds moving we did determine that but this first video um it, it was a 20 second clip and at about 15 seconds in you see a little white orb go by very quickly like really fast and then immediately a follows it was a knock oh and danielle didn't hear the knock in her no, room i didn't which she would have because it was fairly loud yeah so in a two second span there was an orb and a knock and then the video cuts off yeah and it was fucking terrifying i i like tech i called stewart on his personal phone and his work phone he didn't answer <laughs> i was texting him like you have to get home there's a ghost in the house <laughs> i was fucking terrified so i work with her fiance i don't know if we've said this before but he's like man i was trying to get home but like tom was driving i didn't know what to do i couldn't go any faster (laughs) i was like she's fine fine." i was just having a mild panic attack but we're gonna post that video for you because it's like i feel like that's our first confirmed footage of something yeah and it's like we have tons of stories but this is like actual footage. footage and like you're gonna see my kitchen i mean i live in a townhome so it's not this big fancy place but you'll see Kylo's crate. She doesn't sleep in there at night. She sleeps in my bed, like literally yeah. at my head. But you'll see that there's no blanket on the crate. There's no bed in the crate. I don't torture my dog. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> it's just, and it's empty because when we get home, she brings all her toys out to be like, hey, mom, this is my toys. But it's, it's in the kitchen. Her crate's in the kitchen because it's the biggest spot that we have for her. So it's her little house. And, <laughs> her little spot. Yeah. And it's like right in the corner. So where the camera is facing on the left side. I'm also freaked out now because we're like, my back is to this area so, yeah. that she's talking about yeah. right now. <laughs> It's also like 11 o'clock in the morning. I don't, and I'm still scared. Yeah. It's fucking, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm also terrified of life. So I'm, that's everything what, scares us at this point. It really does. And it's like, you know, it's weird. I like being scared though. It's, it's not exciting. like, it it's exciting. It's not the blood pumping. <laughs> it's not like I'm, I'm scared enough to move out. Like, I think this stuff is interesting, but I'm going to be cool. scared. Yeah. It's a little bit frightening. It's a little bit alarming, but then you're like, I gotta tell people about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now we have video evidence. So I'm really hoping that, like, Instagram can, like, it, like, looks fine on Instagram. Yeah, the Instagram, quality. Yeah. And even, like, you know how it, like, cuts down? Because I know when you open the video, it's pretty wide. Mm-hmm. But, um, because, like, on the left-hand side of the camera is our pantry. And then on the right-hand side is the door to our, our deck. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, the kitchen. So the only thing that's, like, behind it, I should take a picture of where the camera is. Because we have just had the camera on the floor. Yeah. But behind it is, like, a wall. A wall. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's a wall and then the door to the back. And the way that the... this um, this orb thing comes in the camera, it doesn't, like, you know, slowly trickle down from the ceiling. It doesn't, like... There's no, like... It just shoots flips. up. Yeah. And yeah. it comes... It, it, it appears, like, out of nowhere. Like, you don't see it coming down is what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Like, it just, like, appears and then it's gone. Yeah. And it's on the left-hand side. It's very weird. Yeah. And it's a... And people might be like oh maybe it's like a light from outside or something like that so the way my house works is we have a a walkout basement so our basement goes into the backyard whereas in our kitchen we have a deck yeah there's no lights and yeah and behind us is a ravine so yeah, there's, there's definitely no yeah. lights but yeah so that was the creepiest thursday night of my home i did not fucking sleep <laughs> <laughs> so we'll post this you tell us what you think about it yeah 
we're convinced it's a ghost. Yeah, 110%. It, for me, it's the combination of that and the knock. And the knock, yeah. And they were right back to back. It's yeah. very fucking weird. So that's the first thing that's ever happened in this house that we've caught on camera. Like, we hear, we hear like, weird noises, but some of it can be the neighbors, so we kind of, we just don't think yeah. too much of it. I feel like that's human nature to just, like, yeah. brush it off as much as you can. Definitely, because I have to live here, so. Yeah, and but at some point you have to realize, like, maybe that's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you one more story about this house, and... And then I'll move into our little goosey story. So my cousins, um, Matt and Ami, they have two little girls and Emma. They're adorable. I know. I th- Emma's four now and wow. Zoe's turning one next weekend. Wow. Yeah. It's the 21st. They're so of February. cute. Yeah. They're, they're like my favorite little family. But, um, and Matt listens to this podcast. He's like our, one of our huge supporters. Yeah. He, oh, he, he will like text me. I have to watch this one documentary of, he's it's called The Staircase on Netflix. He yeah. keeps telling me to watch it and I keep forgetting. I've seen it. Yeah. So that's on my next list, but he's super into this stuff. It, we didn't, I didn't know that about him until we started this podcast. So it's kind of weird. It's funny who comes out of the woodworks. I know. I have people message me on Facebook being like, Hey, I have this like story you should look into. I'm like, hold on. You're into this stuff too? You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> We have our own little like cult going on. It's great. <laughs> but uh, Ami came over and it was the first time she came to the house and she brought um, the two little girls and they got to meet Kylo and stuff. And Kylo's so good with them. She <laughs> loves kids. But then Emma, the oldest, was hanging out in the house and she's like, let's go. Let's go find ghosts. <laughs> and I'm like, pardon? And she's like, there's ghosts upstairs. And I'm like staring at her and Ami's like, I, she's like, I've never heard her say that ever ever it's terrifying it's well, so they say scary. like kids and pets have like a a sense yeah. for that because something about like your brain develops and then you lose it or yeah. something like that ashlyn i don't know if ashlyn listens to the podcast mm-hmm. if she does hi ashlyn <laughs> it's my sister's friend she's got a little girl too and they live in kingston mm-hmm. which is a haunted area yeah. in general and uh for the longest time quinn would talk about her imaginary friend i forget his name he had a weird name but she ashlyn asked her what it looked like and she's like well he's like an old man and he used to live over there and she like pointed at the house behind them or something she's like sometimes he sits on the fence but like sometimes he knocks on the door and wants to come in above one keep him outside yeah (laughs) She, she hasn't brought him up in a while so they're really hoping that it was an imaginary friend but we were all genuinely freaked out for a while that is yeah and ki- kids like pick up on that stuff yeah. and some kids are just more prone to it i guess it, yeah. yeah so yeah that happened and she like brought me upstairs and i'm like how many are here she's like there's three. Oh fuck and i was like okay jesus christ so we went ghost hunting upstairs and did you find them no thank god um, <laughs> um so yeah we were upstairs doing finding ghosts and ami was like she's never ever said that before like she doesn't talk about ghosts she that's doesn't. crazy so weird and then for my mom's birthday so my mom turned 50 this in 2019 29 20- actually is what she turned yeah she turned 20 fuck yeah sorry mom <laughs> um so yeah, we had a, a little surprise 50th birthday for her here and matt and ami came and ami had mentioned it to matt and like i told matt and stuff and that day emma's like ah oh, let's go find the ghosts again oh god she remembered and matt that. was just like ah oh, like it's like deer in headlights he's like she doesn't talk about this stuff she only talks about it here what That's is wrong with so your house weird. it's so we weird. should bring her here one night when we're recording and like you ask should. her what the ghosts look like and yeah. stuff like that see if she like goes further into it if, yeah. if that's okay with mom and dad the matt texts me and he's like oh you should talk about emma and what she found in your house and I'm like, i was like Sold. I was, yeah i was like i was gonna ask you because i don't want to like put your kids out there yeah. on the podcast yeah but yeah he said it was cool so that's the story that happened here that my little cousin emma so i have a little cousin emma and then my sister's name is emma there's a lot of emma's they in make my it family. really easy for everyone yeah. 
my dad's side there's another emma too so there's Jesus. a lot of fucking emmas i mean it's a cute name and yeah true um but yeah so that happened in my house and not that's at all terrifying no but uh I, this house is only 30 years old it's not that old so my, oh no wait i always i still think we're in like 2001 i was gonna say my house is only 30 years old but my house was built in the 70s yeah it's not i don't know how old. long ago that is anymore <laughs> at this point <laughs> that's like um 40 no 50 oh my god so my house is getting 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 there. old um what year were my parents house born what year was my parents house born <laughs> what world war was it too i asked that like it was gonna give me any indication of the year i failed history i'm pretty sure world war one is 1918 so it had to be a long time, time ago. ago yeah we'll just say that long time ago listen we're good at what we're good at (laughs) (laughs) i failed history with like six percent i hated history so yeah so that's my houses my little stories hope you find those fascinating if you have any questions let us know but we are going to post that video because it's fucking weird i hope instagram it's really weird if it doesn't if it for some reason doesn't work on instagram we'll find a place to put it yeah a link of some sort yeah the little story that i want to get into today um so the urban legend of ghost road oh have you heard of ghost just road? straight up ghost road just like, ghost road no like no. illusions or anything no, no, no i haven't heard of ghost road where oh, is this? we should go there because <laughs> it's in the place where i want to go to that restaurant in port perry oh yeah so we'll do it all in one day yeah. i like this go to gestures court which is going to be an episode because i fucking love this this restaurant if you're near port perry or you can get to port perry go to gestures court it's haunted as fuck the staff there are so fucking but friendly I heard the wings are great too the food is amazing <laughs> it's so good but Ghost they'll in the dinner they'll let you like i've i've talked to the waitresses and waiters about it and there's one lady i forget her name but she's so sweet and i was like can i go upstairs because usually they, they close off the upstairs if it's not that busy and that's where all the hauntings take place so i was like can i go like search up there she's like oh knock your socks off she doesn't care like they're just so nice and open about it it's really yeah. cool yeah it's a good place well i'm sure it like attracts customers because fucking oh, yeah. weirdos like us are gonna go there yeah. more for the ghosts than the wings yeah <laughs> well we, i went there knowing like didn't know that it was haunted so my sister suggested i go there because it's a nice ride because me and Stuart we ride our mo- we have both have motorcycles so we like to t- it's a nice ride up yeah. there and so and we, it's pretty yeah and we always want to go with our friend steven so it's always a nice ride and it's beautiful port perry is so cute and i mean this port perry has burnt down twice i know it burned down once i'm pretty sure it burnt down twice yeah like the whole town like the jester's court has been burnt down twice and rebuilt yeah i had no idea (laughs) yeah so it's like the port perry fires you've never heard of no oh yeah so that'll be another episode i'll talk about that but this is the ghost road is in just like outside of port perry it's on mississauga trail on scugog island um so the legend has it that around like like 1968 ish i've seen reports like 1958 but anyways, so in 1968, a young motorcyclist, he decided to, like, ride down Mississauga Trail, testing, like, the limits of his bike to see mm-hmm. how fast he could go. And he ended up coming up to the end, like, rode too quickly. Like, he didn't know the road ended that fast. Oh. Yeah, so he lost control. So he got thrown from his bike and hit a barbed wire fence that actually decapitated him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it said... That's <laughs> it's so bad so there's a rock on the end of this road and people have said that he may have like smacked like instead of getting decapitated he may have fallen off smacked his head there and died or some people have said that like i'm fucking laughing again i'm terrible <laughs> we laugh when we're uncomfortable we're not laughing yeah. at dead people no we're not so he like hit the barbed wire his head decapitated and it flew off and hit the rock oh my god i don't know why i found that funny but it's just <laughs> it's not funny i'm just laughing because i'm weird i'm sorry <laughs> and uh so yeah but like people have gone to this road have like graffitied that rock and it's just i fucking hate that so much like i hate it like why why? like they put like um 
uh, like the Antichrist symbol on it and like the Satan symbol on it and go, like rogue ghost rogue. They're trying to scare people basically. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's such a, just bu- kids. It, yeah. It's just a bummer, but I mean like graf- graffiti is beautiful if you make it art, but when you do yeah. shit like that, it's not nice. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's apparently what happened. And this guy said to haunt this road. So the reports of this road say like at night, you can see like an oncoming white headlight and it's like a single white headlight like a motorcycle with like a motorcycle oh headlight God. or um like the back end so just a single red tail light so you can see those um and then it like disappears yeah it just Ooh. disappears and people have said they've also heard like a faint like a motorcycle noise on the road but they never saw one Ooh. and it's like a farm road like it's like up in yeah port perry so it's farms so yeah like that's kind of like eerie yeah like the motorcycle is like coming towards you and like Ooh. i like that you picked a motorcycle based story too though <laughs> i did um, of course i would <laughs> so yeah a, like a few um psychics like a few of the the reports that i was reading said that psychics did actually go to this road and they did pick up on a young man named either like dan or dave sweeney oh and so they think that's the young motorcyclist name what is really freaking weird about it is people that have gone to like investigate this road and done like deep history of it have not been able to find any reports of this death i was just gonna ask like, yeah. they they were saying they were guessing the name like is there no documents that say no. that's really weird yeah and there's like there's like no reports in any of the local newspapers and there's like no approximate time of the accident so, so like, it's like um not an old wives tale but like a legend yeah a like myth. A, yeah. yeah like that like an urban legend yeah yeah it's really early i can't do words okay yeah it's really <laughs> fucking early <laughs> I mean, it's early. I would be up by now, like, cleaning my house, but it's early to be doing a podcast. Yeah, usually we do this, like, after work. Yeah. And, like, with some wine and some weed. So, it's, yeah. but this is, like, I just rolled out of bed and came to her house. Yeah. And Stuart's, like, I was telling him yesterday we were doing the podcast in the morning. Stuart's, like, oh, yeah, you're doing it in the morning. It's going to be your first sober podcast. How do you feel about that? <laughs> that was my whole story about that. I forgot to say that. Not great. Not yeah. great. No. No, we're doing okay so far. Yeah. my I feel like my stutter isn't that bad. Maybe it gets worse with the wine. wine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, so yes, there's no record of this guy dying on this road, which is really fucking weird. But aside from like this urban legend, this road is actually known to be like a well, well well-traveled native path, like back then. Um, so many historical artifacts have been discovered in the area, including native remains. So maybe like a burial ground. However, um, there is historical reports that this location was a scene of like a tribal warfare between the Mohawks and the Ojibwe tribe. Nailed it. Did I say it properly? Fucking perfect. Um, so yeah, so maybe it was like our remain from like that warfare. Interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Cause I fucking love America, like a native American culture. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty ignorant to it. Like I didn't even realize that that's something that would take place in Port Perry. So that's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. They have but a, also sorry for being ignorant to it. Yeah, <laughs> ex- exactly. And I'm sorry that fucking white people suck. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But their, their culture is absolutely beautiful. I'm oh, yeah. obsessed with it. And I, I love, love it. their art a lot yeah. too. Um, I used to work downtown Toronto and there was a native art store. Um, absolutely awful. There was a series of vandali- va- vandalism can't <laughs> um people would smash their windows and stuff and eventually they had to close the shop but i bought a couple pieces from there yeah um beautiful paintings beautiful like handmade dream catchers i was obsessed with this one dream catcher but it was four hundred dollars i was like I oh can't. it's that one yeah it had like um, turquoise like real turquoise stones in it and it was handmade so like very much beautiful. worth the four hundred dollars for whoever has an extra four hundred dollars yeah i don't but yeah but. we we really do appreciate your art and your your culture and we're sorry that we're terrible yeah (laughs) i i just i love it i love how they can like respect the earth and everything like that and yeah so it's their land so yeah they should own it they should 
Yeah, gosh darn right. Yep. But let's put a pipeline through it. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Okay, no, I said we weren't going to get political, but I saw a post the other day that was like, it showed um, the percentage of Canadian land that is native owned, and it's like less than 1% of Canadian land is native owned. Mm-hmm. That's the only spot you could put a, a pipeline yeah. is in that under 1% of yeah. Canadian land. There's zero other places it could go. Yeah, it has to go right there. You can't reroute it in yeah. any direction. Like You've already fucked up their life and their ancestors' yeah. life. you got to go fuck it up more. Mm-hmm. I will... If the disrespect i hate it sorry off topic yeah and but, political yeah very it makes me so mad but uh yeah so if you want to you should if you don't know much about native culture you should go look it up and research i want to research and, that specifically because yeah. i didn't even realize that that would be a thing that happened in port Perry. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool we i know when we're driving up to like algonquin and stuff we drive by a lot of like native reserves yes. and stuff and i want to go buy them like so much and like just stop and like give them all my money and, like, <laughs> i will buy anything so it's beautiful we just haven't had the time there's to stop. reserves even um uh out peterborough way yeah. in uh like lakefield area yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so that it, it was once very well traveled native path and then the the horrible warfare that went between mm-hmm. those tribes um so that could be kind of like a a little upset especially if like there's now farms there and like yeah. people living like what if they dug something up you yeah disrupting the yeah the spirits and such especially like when you dig up a native burial land like that yeah that's a always lot. like the number one thing in like horror movies uh even documentaries and stuff yeah. it's like they built a house on a native burial ground yeah like, well fuck like, like of course you're gonna be haunted just like, fucking respect the goddamn dead yeah. why is that so difficult why is that so hard for everyone i don't know <laughs> um so also in 1838 so just like last year <laughs> there is a report of a farmer being shot to death on oh, the island near ghost road um so when i say island like scugog island it's like literally pretty much an island people claim that the lights on the road are actually like him and his lantern trying to find his home oh yeah Aww, that's kind of sad yeah because he was like murdered and there's like reports of it so this actually happened like he was shot to death this one we know for sure yeah for sure yeah and so a little bit of other strange occurrences on this road so apparently some durham college kids caught like those phantom lights on film and i've read this in like multiple reports do you think i can find the video the video <laughs> no that's what i was yelling about I'm like, i can't fucking find this video like what the hell are you talking about also durham college is cool because we both went there yeah so sure did yeah no idea where this video is if it exists but a lot of people claim they found it and have we should check reddit streams that's where i found yeah. a lot of stuff is reddit yeah uh, there's a lot of weirdos like us out there that talk about this stuff so it's like the biggest reddit fan he always talks about reddit i don't now. have a reddit and i don't know how to use it but i google like if i'm trying to find something i literally will type in ghost reddit, ghost reddit. <laughs> and, and i usually like, find what i'm looking for and it's just like endless amounts of shit yeah. <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep looking into try to find this video maybe i can update you guys next time that'd be awesome but i just started this last night so <laughs> and this morning so i can't find this video um but there's sightings of like hazy white figures and people have said they've seen like a headless apparition oh so like the motorcyclist and cars have randomly been like pushed or like shaken like forwards or backwards um and if you park your car car batteries will just die near the end of the road like if you park near the end of the road where it all happened that's an expensive inconvenience yeah and if you like park your car and turn like turn it off it just won't start back up so you're stuck there and one of the common things is obviously one of the most common is like all electronics will die so like phone batteries will die um like flashlights will die no it's not electronic but whatever um, but however you can take this as it is i'm not sure i've never been to ghost road so i don't know what it's like um so 60 minutes did an experiment at this road 
and stated that, and I quote, the light under clear nighttime weather conditions comes from a road west quarter line that travels, that travels in the same direction, so north-south, as Ghost Road. The light would be the headlights or taillights of, from cars traveling on the west quarter line road. So they did an experiment where they would be on this road and send cars down this west quarter line road. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it hit a certain point, you could see the white light. Oh. And when you drive past, it would disappear. So it's not like when you... When you see a car drive by and you can see, like, the light yeah. pan, when it, like, pans, like, the wall or something, it, apparently when you hit, like, this certain spot, it just reflects as a big glowing light and drives by. Apparently. Wild. We have to do that one yeah. day. I want to see that. The one where I found, like, this information from, they also did their own research and they did the exact same thing and it didn't work. Oh, weird. They didn't see any lights and, like, nothing happened and, yeah. So, I don't know. So, we're going to drive up and down this road one day. Yeah. We'll take, we'll take two it. cars because we'll park it. We're going to take down. a gas. Yes. <laughs> it's worth it. It's only, uh, it's like 25 minutes from my house. Oh, I mean, we're going to take a gas going up and down until oh, we fuck, see yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to fill up some canisters. I'm not leaving until we see something. Yeah. Until we see a headless uh, motorcyclist. And then I'm leaving. And then you're... <laughs> but that's it. So, that's, that's Urban Legend of Ghost Road so if you're near port perry go check it out um if you google it it's really fucking easy to get to so we are planning on taking a trip to uh jester's court mm-hmm. in the spring unfortunately it's winter here and it's shitty driving so yeah. we're gonna Especially wait until it's a little bit nicer out but we're gonna see if we can maybe record something there maybe mm-hmm. ask if we're allowed to record some footage we'll they'll, see they'll let you 100 percent. okay we're definitely gonna record some footage yeah, then. yeah they're really nice there so that is gonna be a future episode yeah i love it when it's warm out yeah and then we'll hit <laughs> we should have ghost road the same night yeah make have a whole spooky date night i love it yeah so that's my story my ghost road and yeah okay so we're gonna talk about my house a little bit um my house is weird as fuck it is um i think i talked about this a little bit last week but we uh so my basement when we were kids was not finished so Mm -hmm. it was like all exposed beams pipes and stuff like that yeah um but for some reason that's where my parents put our toys to play (laughs) they're like this is a dungeon and this is where you play (laughs) keep the gremlins in the dungeon um but none of us liked going down there um at that point in our lives we didn't really see anything we didn't really experience anything we just felt weird down there yeah like a Um, vibe yeah we had like um a deep freezer and a pantry in the basement so we would store my parents were like those people who like plan for the apocalypse or something because yeah. we just had walls of food at my house at all times so basically if the apocalypse happens and happens <laughs> coming I'm, up my basement yeah i'm yeah. moving into your guys house. we still have a little bit of a pantry in the back room but this was like so my room now was all four walls had shelving and it was just food okay and like paper towel and stuff so you basically were the pantry You're and then the pantry. where my bathroom ish is now used to be like a big deep freezer um and my parents would send us down there to be like go get a can of soup or something for dinner mm-hmm. and we would literally turn on every single light we would run down as fast as we could and we would run back up as fast as we could remember when we had like new year's at your house what part of that when we were in the basement oh. were we in the back part so we were you know where my armchair is yeah where that pole is yeah. we were about there okay okay um and then the freezer there was like a little hallway kind of and the freezer was like on the side where my furnace and my bathroom yeah, and stuff yeah. is yeah um my basement is is finished now i have like an apartment down there if you're wondering why it's we're trying to figure out where shit is <laughs> but yeah we just always felt unsafe down there there was no particular reason for it we just felt weird and we all said the same thing we, no one liked going down there my parents thought we were dumb 
But um, like I said, when I was about 15 or 16, they renovated and they made me like a little apartment down there because I have two sisters. And uh, when we were teenagers and we started to share rooms, uh, it wasn't it was a good. <laughs> yeah. So my parents were like, okay, we got to separate these feral animals. We'll put Holly <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> She's the weirdest one to stuff her down there. Yeah, no, literally. Um, so I didn't notice anything right away, but I still kind of had that weird feeling down there. But within a few months of living down there, I had my first like serious encounter so um my bathroom down there there's a mirror that faces into the hallway behind me Mm -hmm. so i could see like my couches and my tv and stuff and um i was brushing my teeth with the door open and i thought i saw my little sister run behind me because we're kind of we're assholes in my family and we like to like hide and scare each other and stuff yeah so uh, i thought that it was riley running behind me yeah and i was like fuck off riley i saw you and she didn't answer so it's like riley i fucking saw you like you're not funny didn't answer I went out of the bathroom into the hallway and there was no one there. So I went to my stairs. I yelled up. I was like, Riley, what are you doing? No answer. I text her and she's like, I'm at Vanessa's. Oh my, I was going to say, was she even home? No one was home. My entire family was out. Oh my God, they gave me shivers. But I saw 100%. It was a little girl with a long brown ponytail. 100%. And uh, she was walking in the direction of my back room, which is like the the, the scary room. I'm getting to that in a second. Uh, So I was freaked out. I called my mom crying. No one came home to help me. Uh, This happened three or four more times. Like I saw this girl more than once, multiple times. And every time it was the same thing. She had her hair in a ponytail, walking the same direction towards the, the back room. Um, so now I, terrifying. now I brush my teeth with the door closed. Yeah, if too. I'm in my bathroom, my door is closed. Um, I like, I, like I said, there's never been any harm done to me, so I'm not concerned, but I just don't want to see it. I don't yeah. want to see that. <laughs> um, so I Do mentioned, you I scared you in front of your bed, bathroom door. And we should post on, this video just because it's, it's funny. I still have it. Yeah. So <laughs> just to touch on this story really quickly, we were in my basement and we were drunk and, uh, um, usual. <laughs> we heard my bathroom door open and I was like, holy shit my bathroom door just opened let's go record it it was so, so scary. i stood up and i walked towards the bathroom and i thought danielle was still on the couch but she <laughs> was fucking right behind me and i screamed and fell on the ground and cried to yeah. the point where my dad came downstairs and was like what the fuck are you guys doing and it's not like i was purposely trying to scare her i was just terrified and i was like falling behind <laughs> her and you're opening the you're like looking at the door and i said something to you and yeah. you screamed yeah like she didn't spook me or anything she was just like oh my god or something and i was like ah. <laughs> i didn't know she was there i thought she stayed on the couch i do not get left alone anywhere so <laughs> not in that house nope um so i talked about the back room in my basement a little bit uh it's kind of like a, a pantry slash junk storage room no one really uses it sometimes um, you work out in it yeah i was just gonna say i do workouts in there sometimes but i try not to because it's scary <laughs> but um it's got this like weird dark energy like even before the basement was fixed no one ever went to yeah. that part my dad had like tools and stuff back there i think when mm-hmm. we were kids so there was no need for us to go back there and even like when i'm over like i feel like i'm sensitive to some stuff but like in your basement i you can i like i can be like that i don't want to be in there like yeah. it's just one of those there's, rooms. you can feel it when yeah. you get close to the there's like a, a doorway to, into the back room that i have a curtain through not an actual door <laughs> um and you can like feel the heaviness when you yeah. get close to it it's really weird you can think we're nuts all you want but we feel it um, so my parents have two little dogs and they won't go in there. They refuse to go yeah. in there. But if, um, we carry them in there, they start to like freak out and panic. The one time, uh, Danielle's fiance, Stuart had one of my little dogs in his arms and like tried to carry her in there. And she like freaked out. She, Sassy is like the sweetest thing ever. And she was like growling and like scratching at him to put her down. And like, yeah, she she's never done that to anyone before. Yeah. She refused. She was like, so nope. They won't go in there. Um, the closest they got, they were both standing at the entryway 
hallway of the room while I was in there, and they were both staring at the same spot on the wall, growling. They were just sitting there growling at That's it. when you leave that room? Oh, yeah. I left real quick. <laughs> You're like, goodbye. Um, and then... Uh, I got my dog Rupert, and when he was a puppy, we tried to bring him in there, and the same thing happened. He just refused to go in there, wouldn't do it, started crying and freaking out. I wonder if Kyla so, would go in it. Absolutely not. She's scared of her own shadows. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just always been this like heavy, dark energy in that back room, which is weird because that's the direction that this girl I see walks towards. Yeah. But those are the two sort of like huge things. It's just my back room has a big dark energy that the dogs growl at and there's a little girl that likes to fuck with me. <laughs> what are, and the uh, are you going to talk about the hair straightener? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's coming up next. So everything else is like fairly minor. Like I'll I'll see things like my fish tank lights go out. Yeah. And like everyone's like I didn't turn it off. I didn't turn it off, but it's not like the wires loose or anything it's like fully slid off yeah like you could turn it off yeah um just weird things like that or like i'll put something somewhere and it's not where not i left there. it yeah um but two incidents really really stand out to me that i wanted to talk about um this is the flat iron one first yeah. that danielle's talking about uh i forget where i was going but i had my bags packed to go somewhere i feel like i was going to a cottage or something and i had my flat iron in my bag for anyone who doesn't know what a flat iron is it's a hair straightener thing yeah. and it has a big long cord on it um, I assume that men too keen on what a flat iron is. Um, so unless I had, you had my flat an emo iron. phase. Sorry? I'm like, unless they had an emo phase, then they know oh, exactly yeah, they know what it is. Oh, yeah, to know what a flat yeah. iron is. Yeah. Um, so my flat iron was in my bag, and I had wrapped the cord around the iron. And uh, I woke up the next morning, and it was stretched out straight across my floor. Yeah. In a perfectly straight line, like unraveled and everything. The whole cord was stretched out. And I was like, um. It's kind of like the entity was just like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You are staying here, and I'm going to strangle you. Or she wanted me to do her hair. What? I mean, she does have a long ponytail. So. She does have a long ponytail. And it was straight. So we, we know Sis likes her hair straight. Maybe she's using your straightener. <laughs> so that was the first time that I was like, uh. I would shit myself. Yeah. Someone yeah. very obviously touched my stuff. Yeah. Um, the second one is, uh, this is the most afraid I've been of whatever's in my basement because this is like, I won't say it's harmful. Like it wouldn't have killed me, but it definitely hurt. Yeah. Um, so I was in my bed and I kept feeling like a scratch on my back. It Mm -hmm. felt like almost like I was getting a constant mosquito bite. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I finally stood up and, uh, turned the light on and everything. And there was a giant sewing needle sticking out of my mattress, oh, yeah. but like pointy side up yeah. as if someone had like stuck it in the bottom of my mattress and shoved mm-hmm. it all the way through. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck? First of all, I don't sew. Where did they, I was going to say, where did this needle my come from? My mom sews mm-hmm. and, um, her sewing machine is in the back room with all of her sewing gear. In that haunted room? In the haunted room. That's fucked. So that was the most, uh afraid i've been because like it like felt it's like starting, intentional harm yeah i was like if it's starting out with just like a pinprick sort of thing yeah what could it like extend to yeah well so far it's been like fairly calm like i said just like my fish tank lights going off but uh more of like annoyances than anything yeah but that was the first time that i was genuinely like oh what the That's fuck and it was the first thing that was sort of like unexplainable yeah like certain things like bumps and stuff in the night that you hear that's always explainable we have an older house you know the woods expanding or whatever but who the fuck shoved a sewing needle in my mattress like that that's a I, I, there's and like no explanation side up yeah that was the weirdest thing and it like stayed up like that i wrote this again i do my scripts usually when i'm inebriated in some way <laughs> but i wrote this and like i don't know if this is twisted to say but i i'm waiting to see if my dad shows up at some point yeah um this is kind of funny he was like 
insane about his hydro bill like he would walk around the house and like unplug things and turn the lights off so my thing to him was like if i see the lights flickering then i know he's here and he's trying to save money (laughs) from beyond the grave so i'll update you um on that because i would like to see him and i think it's kind of funny i think it'd be cool um i don't know if that's twisted to say but i mean it's not I mean, you kind of hope for that, though. Like, you want to have some form of communication. I think it would be nice. Uh, just my dad, you know what yeah. I mean? It's nothing to be afraid of. No. Um, the most <laughs> he would do is just turn off the lights and be like... <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. it. The, the one night, uh, shortly after he passed, my sister and I were watching a movie together. A horror movie, first of all. It's a perfect scenario. Perfect scene. Yeah, it was a <laughs> terrifying movie. I forget what it was. But um, we were saying earlier the exact same thing. If the lights start going off in my house, it's my dad being cheap from beyond the grave. And uh, we had the kitchen light on while we were watching this scary movie because we're babies. 20 minutes into the movie, the kitchen light just turned off and we both started crying. Like we were both just like, oh, you told me this. And uh, we called my other sister who lives with us and I was going to tell her what happened and I could hear her phone ringing in the hallway. And then she goes, oh shit, were you using that light? Oh my God. Bethany, you fucking asshole. (laughs) We were both crying on the couch. We're like, oh my God, it's dad. <laughs> and it's just she just turned the light off on us. That's, that's kind of funny. I have a sick sense of humor when it comes to death and stuff like that. So <laughs> if anyone's offended, I'm sorry, but we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's your life, so whatever. But yeah, those are like my, my few biggest stories about my basement. I don't have a whole lot, but what I do have, I feel like it's is pretty spe- solid. Yeah. I want to get cameras like Danielle has because I want to catch that. You know, we can like one night I'll just come over and like sleep over. And we'll just set up the cameras. Yeah, I'll just bring my Put camera. one in the back room. Yeah. i mean i won't take the one off the front of the house because i need to make sure that my neighbors don't hit my car (laughs) but uh yeah like i'll bring set up it anywhere see if anything happens because i don't have any like i don't have pictures or anything like danielle does i Mm. just have like what i've seen with my own two eyes yeah and you can take that as it is but like i said i always try to go with the side of reason first like i try to find oh something goes bump in the night there's you know, this yeah but yeah. this is like i couldn't explain any of these things but so i feel like we could catch something in your basement we definitely could i, wa- I, I want to but i don't yeah <laughs> at the same time like, i've seen enough there. that i'm like you know it's okay if i don't have actual footage of it yeah no you're like i'm good but we'll do it for you guys and um, for me because i really want to know <laughs> Uh, so now that that's all out of the way, I do have a short little true crime story that I wanted to share with you. Um, I stumbled upon this in a random article actually called the Oakland County child killer, um, who is also known as the babysitter, which is not at all creepy or terrifying or like a weird name. So he's a child killer, but he's a babysitter. (laughs) Great. Well, we don't know what he is yet. So there's, um, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, between 1976 and 1977, four children went missing. It was two boys and two girls from the same Oakland County community northwest of Detroit, Michigan. All four victims were found dead within 19 days of being reported missing, and all four bodies were found in similar, like, circumstances, uh, poses and stuff, and they were all in clear public view. So whoever killed them had no shame in what he was doing. He wanted them to be found. Uh, He wanted them to be on display, essentially, which is disgusting i'm gonna talk about the victims a little bit mark stebbins was 12 and he was the first boy to disappear um well they're all really young it's it's sad um so he was at a legion hall with his mom and told her he was going home to watch tv and he never went he never made it home uh four days later his body was found in a snowbank in the parking lot of an office building on 10 mile road not eight mile (laughs) (laughs) he had been strangled and sexually assaulted and his wrist showed evidence of rope marks on december 26 1976 the body of jill robinson who was 12 was found uh she was found on an interstate in troy michigan this is awful she was killed by a shotgun blast to the face oh my gosh um she disappeared four days earlier after arguing with her mother uh christine mihelic was 10 
Uh, she was last seen on Sunday, January 2nd, 1977, around 3 p.m. She was buying a magazine at her local 7-Eleven. Uh, I don't know why I laughed. I think it's just a sign of the times because I don't think anyone buys magazines anymore. <laughs> um, her body was found 19 days later in Franklin Village. Her arms were folded across her chest and she had been smothered to death. Um, Wait, so she was kind of like like posed as like being in like a yeah, coffin. Oh, a little a casket. I, why, why did I say and um, I should point out that all of the children had rope marks on their wrists. So they're all bound. Yeah. So she had been smothered. And uh, this part really turned my stomach. So I put a warning here. Um, I I found it very disturbing. So I just want to let you guys know that this is a little bit gross coming up. So skip it if you don't want to hear it. Yeah. Skip ahead a couple of minutes if you don't want to hear this. So um, on March 22nd, 11-year-old Timothy King's body was found in a ditch in Livonia, Michigan. Uh, he'd been suffocated and also sexually abused and also showed uh, had wrist and ankle marks at, from a rope. I said that sentence terribly. Just bear with me. Um, Like the other children, he was posed. For some reason, this child in particular, they cleaned his clothes, they ironed his clothes, and then dressed him, and then laid him out. Um, That's really weird. So in a desperate plea to get their son back, uh, his parents went to the media, and his mother wrote like a big piece in the newspaper, begging him to come home, essentially. And in it, she wrote that if he came home, she would get his favorite food for dinner, which was KFC. During the autopsy, they found that the boy had KFC before he was murdered. So, so they read that they were following their case and I don't know if they knew that the parent or the autopsy would see that and they were like, haha, fuck you, like taunting or if it's a weird grooming thing that they did. I don't know, but that it really turned my stomach to hear that. Um, I thought it was really gross. And if something disturbs me, then you know, it's It's really, it's really gross. That is terrifying. Yeah. It's disgusting. I can't believe that. Um, so they formed a task force to try to find him and several suspects were identified. Do they not have like a video? Like the the one boy was found in front of like, like again, a parking lot. There's no video of that. I don't know. It was the seventies. Yeah, true. I don't know how, I'm sure cameras were a thing, but I don't know how it's not like now where there's a camera on every corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The the closest they came to like finding someone who actually did it. Um, this guy called Alan, um, he wrote, (laughs) Alan, no, Steve, Steve, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, we're the worst. (laughs) Um, he wrote a letter to the task force psychiatrist, um, saying that he had helped this guy, Frank (laughs) scout out. I laughed because that's my dad's name. (laughs) Um, he helped Frank scout out children and Frank killed the children. So he, uh, this Alan guy allegedly lured them and brought Mm -hmm. them to Frank allegedly, um, the psychiatrist got Alan to agree to meet with him to talk about it, uh, but he never showed up for the meeting. And then in yeah, 19- I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. What, you're going to arrest me? Yeah. Um, in 1978, they closed the task force. They closed the case, essentially. They, well, they didn't close it. It's an open case still. Yeah. But I guess they gave up. But there's a few theories floating around the internet about who the killer really is. And uh, one of the theories that I saw that I kind of agree with is that there's more than one killer. Definitely. But I think that they're working together. Um, One theory is that it's a copycat killer. So, like, there was the first kid that was killed. And then they're like, I want to kill kids, too. And then another person killed the other three. But I think that they're partners. um, First of all, because of that whole Alan guy thing saying that they were partners. That's our first big clue there. Yeah. But uh, my thought process is the the crime, the, the murders were so similar but had huge differences that i feel like they were either learning from each other or like 
trying to figure out the best way to to kill to find whatever yeah. release they were looking for so three of the four victims were deprived of air in some way two of them were suffocated or smothered and one was strangled and the fourth victim was found shot in the face but everything else on the crime scene was on brand with the other three murders so the yeah. wrists were bound she was posed she was well dressed and all that stuff so they kind of try to do it like similar to each other but then I'll put like i don't want to say their own twist on it but well, like no, that's exactly what i'm yeah. getting at is um so the i think the second murder which was the shooting was maybe the the second killer was testing out he's like i want to shoot people yeah. so he shot her and then they're like oh god this like is this. messy this yeah. is like because it is it's really really messy this is awful to talk about i'm sorry guys but it, it's a, it's a shotgun oh god it wasn't a there's clean, nothing left yeah yeah and so Terrible. they went back to suffocating. That's my thought process is it, it overwhelmed them. And also, like, if they want to have, like, that kind of, I don't want to say, like, a, a release sort of thing. But I feel like they get more out of strangling somebody than shooting yeah, somebody. Yeah. We're on such a good brainwave today because yeah. that's my next thing here. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. I like it. I'm enjoying this. Um, the, oh, I'm not I'm enjoying talking about young children. Oh, I'm no. sorry. Guys, just when we say things like that, don't take it at face value, please. Yeah. We're just on the same brainwave and we like that we're on the same brainwave. Yeah. That's it. So the first victim uh, was strangled, like I said, and that's a really personal method of killing. You're holding someone by the neck. You're watching them die quite literally. Yeah. It doesn't you're get in much closer of than that. that. Situation. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like um, the first murder maybe freaked them out how personal it was. So they're like, okay, let's shoot her. Yeah. Shoot this next victim. And then they're like, ooh, that's messy. And then they're like, oh, hold on. What about suffocating? Yeah. Because the last two were suffocated. So if you think about it, if you god hold a pillow over someone's face you're not looking at them you're not watching them die but you still get that the act of depriving them of air yeah so that's my thought process they were trying to find the best way to get their fix Ugh. yeah gross they're trying to find the best way that they can do that which is fucking terrible yeah. so that's my theory um if you know this story apparently it's really popular and i'm surprised that i haven't heard about it yet yeah um share your theory on it there's a million of them this next theory I found at the very end of my research, and I am going to carry it into next week because it's insane. It's a, it's a whole beast in itself. Um, it involves a pedophile camp. Um, there's okay. an island in Lake Michigan called North Fox Island, which was purchased by someone named F. Sheldon, used for a, quote, nature camp which uh, i believe was bought by like run by a church so they had the disguise of being like a bible camp oh, um and safe. been thousands and thousands of videos and photographs uh found of boys at this camp being sexually abused being raped just tortured like yeah. it was a terrible place so basically they're like hey come send your kids to bible camp and no that's exactly it and it was happened. really just a bunch of dirty old men yeah. who were awful and perverted and did terrible things to these young boys um i started watching a documentary and some of the the boys are still alive to this day and they talk about it that's and they talk terrible. about the the repercussions of it like the one the one guy said at his school after that summer they had to bring in guidance counselors because every single one of the boys had started showing like a severe aggression like there was mm-hmm. fights breaking out every day because they had all gone to this camp and they've all went and they were it. all affected yeah. by it so it's this is a huge story and i really want to get into it more than i am today because it's there's so many little bits and pieces it's just fucking nuts um so interestingly enough one of the key suspects in the babysitter case was found to have rolls of film from this camp oh so he either visited the camp or knew people from the camp did any of those kids go to the camp as far as i've seen no okay 
But the theory is that um, this camp is part of a huge pedophile ring that they believe spans across the globe, not just Michigan. And they think that the the killers either went to this camp and fo- found that they weren't getting their fix by just abusing these boys and they wanted to actually go kill children next. Mm-hmm. So they started at the camp and progressed to m- their own separate murder. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I'd really like to get more depth into this in the next episode because there's so many... There's a huge list of people, men and women, that were involved in this camp. And almost all of these people involved in this camp were suspects in this babysitter case. And that's, like, terrible. Like, you take, like, basically a religion and turn it... Like, it's not... Like, them doing this makes it look like having a Bible camp is a bad thing. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest issues with religion is the Catholic Church is a mess. Yeah. Like, there's so many cases of of priests and stuff touching young boys and stuff. And it's it's disgusting to me that they use religion to cover that. So I just... For some reason, it's soured religion as a whole for me. I just choose to be non-religious entirely. Yeah, same. But the people involved in this are everywhere from, uh, like, pedophiles that were released previously from prison. So, like, obviously, they're going to go to a pedo camp. Yeah. But, you know, people in the government... you know, people of high stature in Michigan who are like, you know, local famous and stuff like that. So there's like a whole slew of people involved in this. Um, so it's like different spe- ends, ends of the spectrum of people that participating yeah. basically. Um, a lot of people though think that this, um, this whole camp theory is just a, a fall for the, the guy who actually did murder these children mm-hmm. because it's easy to say like, oh, there's a huge pedophile ring. One of them definitely killed all these kids. So a lot of people think the mm. police are just sort of like pretending that they've figured Solved it out. It, yeah. No one's officially been charged for those four murders specifically, but okay. there's, um, everyone thinks that it's, I can't remember the guy's name. Like I said, I'm going to get into this more next week, but the one guy who had the roles of film that I talked about, they, uh, he was the first suspect for these murders that I spoke about earlier. And uh, he actually killed himself after a month or so of being accused. So that's like, everyone's like, oh, he definitely did it, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I think it was more of a, oh, God, he got exposed for being a giant pedophile. Yeah. And then he killed himself. Because I, I don't know. I still don't think that they have nailed down the actual killer. And yeah. especially it being that long ago, like, at least, like, a lo- in a lot of cases from, like, the 70s and stuff, they still collected evidence, even though they knew yeah. they couldn't, like, do anything with it, essentially. So, like, I wonder if they've, like, kind of, like, re like hopefully can reopen it and like inspect that they should I, they I absolutely guess. should especially with the, the technology changes from the 70s to now we can solve this now yeah absolutely but yeah as as of right now no one's been charged with the, those so four fun. murders so many different conspiracy theories it's such a huge mystery mm-hmm. um so i'm hoping in that when i dig into this camp thing a little bit more i can come up with more theories around these murders but yeah this is my first two-parter yeah i'm excited i hope you guys tune in next week because i well i'm not excited to find out more but i'm uh i'm intrigued by this i think it's interesting the amount of cover-up and stuff yeah. going on in, in this but yeah that's my little short story that's so good but yeah so yeah we're gonna have a part two next week so i think next week i might do like a smaller story so we can elaborate on this one because this one seems fucking huge it's, yeah it's a lot i yeah. got like an hour into the documentary and there was still like two hours left. <laughs> yeah so cool but there's like there's huge Reddit threads on it. There's like it's it's huge. Like they think that this um, pedophile ring spanned across the globe. Uh, they equated it to Jeffrey Epstein and his like pedo ring. Yeah. So I yeah I'm intrigued. I'm gonna look at this all week and I'm gonna come back to you guys with some straight facts. And yeah, we'll explore this together. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's in a, like a really weird... dark, twisted way. Yeah, it's exciting that we're gonna try to solve this. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Oh my god, imagine <laughs> if we did solve it. I'm determined to solve a case at one point. 100%. It's going to be our big break, and then we're going to be super famous, and I'm going to be like, oh my god, these guys are, like, investigators. Maybe Zach Baggins can look at my ghost video and figure out what the (gasps) fuck's going on in my house. 
that's the goal we're gonna tag him in it yeah. at zach baggins i do want to record in my basement one day though we should oh, do it we should get the little um uh voice recorders oh the what it like the emf or whatever like well there's a voice recorder which is just like your typical like tape recorder and then we can get like the emf readers i don't want to i don't want to hear what it has to say <laughs> you're like i refuse Stuart was gonna get me a voice recorder because we were supposed to do a bunch of stuff in my parents house but never actually end up happening but they're pretty cheap it's like 30 bucks oh that's it yeah oh, fuck it we'll do it yeah whatever. i i've like googled my house and my address and i've seen no signs of like murders or unexplained deaths or anything so i don't think it's necessarily a vengeful yeah. spirit but uh i'm thinking I... about going to like the because you can go to the library and pull the history records mm-hmm. i was gonna do that for my parents house which that'd be cool you probably have stuff because it is a war home yeah mine's just a suburb so i don't know how much history there is i mean but you never know what if someone died in it that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe it was like a young girl that died before her time or something yeah yeah she just hangs out in my basement and fucks with my flat iron she just (laughs) wants you to do her hair and that's it girl i barely do my own hair (laughs) but thanks for tuning in uh let us know what you think about this episode doing something a little bit different i think maybe it'd be cool like once a month or something to share yeah different backstories if we think of any yeah it was kind of fun i mean i my backstories are just fucked and like i know some people don't like listening to personal stories and stuff so i hope you guys like enjoyed it yeah it was, it was fun it was fun i had fun yeah i have more to tell too like i have other um i have people in my family who knew people who were murdered by like prolific killers in the area and stuff yeah. like that so like, i'd like to share stuff like that yeah um so we'll see we'll see how this goes see yeah. if you like it but in the meantime, you can uh, hang out with us on our socials. Yeah. So we have our Instagram, which is a spooky hour podcast. And Holly has this. She basically runs our socials. I sit there and I look at all this stuff, <laughs> but I don't run any of yeah, it. Yeah. If you get a comment, uh, it's usually me. Yeah. If you want to talk to Danielle specifically, let me know and I'll <laughs> screenshot it and show it to her. Yeah. I'm terrible at it, but uh, she has this really cool um, giveaway. Yeah. Doing. You should check it out. It's um, like I said, I think it's we have a Valentine's post and then the post before that yeah. is the giveaway. You'll see our little ghosty who we still haven't named make sure you enter right now unfortunately like we said canada only yeah our next giveaway will more than likely include you fellow americans yeah hopefully we want to do international too eventually yeah eventually but we need like real sponsors that aren't my sister yeah (laughs) to get to that level not that i don't appreciate my sister but she's not a millionaire yeah oh yeah my i was gonna say uh my friend amanda is she listens to the podcast and she's like me she drinks iced coffee in the winter yeah and she's been entering the contest like daily because she she wants wants the free iced coffee and i was like sis i hope you win we are genuinely doing a random draw yeah we're not gonna pick someone just because we like them um we actually i have a witch hat at my house so we're gonna write down everyone's uh instagram handle um you get one entry per day as long as you share the post and if you send us a screenshot or a selfie of you listening to the podcast that's three additional entries so if danielle sends me an entry she'll get her name written down three times i'll pull all three in the hat and then we're gonna pull a name out we're gonna do it as random as we can exactly but if you do like the selfie you only get that one entry you have to repost to get that extra entry right um so how it's gonna work when you share our our post that's Mm -hmm. one entry yeah and then if you send me a screenshot or a selfie that's three entries in addition so before yeah okay and then you get one, but you only get one of the selfie entries you don't send me a selfie every day i love seeing your faces but don't send me a selfie (laughs) every day (laughs) yeah please please don't um but yeah so we have that cool giveaway eventually we'll do the u.s like we said and hopefully international one day because yeah. we do have some real we have like the uk you guys are it's insane amazing. all over like, europe thanks it's, for supporting us we, we had got germany the other day yeah thailand crazy I mean, the uk is pretty big so we have like a lot of listeners in the uk which is pretty awesome because i love you guys my <laughs> goal though like i need someone in ireland i should just message my family and be like guys you gotta listen to our podcast <laughs> 
that's my home we want a paid trip to ireland at some point yeah. i i don't know if uh, i i guess i can mention it because i think we were going to so yesterday i went into a downward spiral of ireland <laughs> and i started like google mapping um like my grammy's <laughs> old um so my dad's parents are from ireland and i was like google mapping like their old streets and stuff like that and I ended up finding like a bunch of sheep and I found like a home I want to live in. And then I found albino cows <laughs> and I was taking all these pictures, sending it to Holly. And it was just a fun time. It was great. That was my research last night. It went really well. Yeah. I was, I was doing <laughs> yeah. good. So I thought she had stopped doing that at some point because she stopped texting me. So I was like, oh, she's she's doing her actual podcast. And then she texted me at like 11. She's like, yeah, I still haven't found anything for the podcast yet. I'm yeah. Like, Are you still looking at sheep? Yes. I, yes, I am. <laughs> and then I found the Titanic vape shop yeah that's cool yeah i want to go to ireland yeah well um the titanic was built in ireland yes i knew that and my great-grandfather helped build the titanic that's really cool yeah and titanic's my favorite movie i don't know if you said that i have a titanic tattoo no shame no it's my favorite it's the best but uh yeah oh so totally off so we have our instagram and then we have our twitter which is at spooky hour so you can hit us up there and then we also have our gmail so if you have any cool spooky stories that you would like to share on our spooky tales episode just email those in and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com that email is also in our instagram bio for anyone that. that can't understand my stutter we came to the realization last week that like no one is sitting there writing down this email every time we say it yeah. so we put it in the bio so you can see it if you have any stories similar to ours scarier than ours let us know we want to hear it yeah we would love to share them and we'll give you a shout out and yeah that's all yeah, we got today. I'm going to go get another coffee. It's I'm still early. <laughs> I'm going to go have lunch and go to bed. Yay. Thanks for tuning in and stay spooky. Stay the spookiest. <laughs>